Hi everyone, it's Paul Ward here and welcome to another edition of Farm Talk. I'm very excited today. We're going to be talking about country weddings and Airbnb out in the country. And of course, I want to thank our sponsors, Escrow Hub and The Money Store, and our two very special guests today, Gail Claridge and Christy Claridge. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Nice to be here. Absolutely. Gail, you uh, let's just set the stage for folks that are listening, folks okay. that are watching on YouTube can see all of this. You have a beautiful 15-acre uh, property, with a, and you live in basically a converted barn, a barn house. Yes, yes. And uh, what is the name of your ranch? Country Meadow Ranch. Country Meadow Ranch. And we're in uh, the heart of Ventura County, California. Somos, Somos. Somos California. Somos. Most people don't know where that is. No, no, we're about halfway between Los Angeles and to the south and Santa Barbara to the north. We like, we like to say it's a hidden gem. Hidden gem, absolutely. And so uh, how did this property, first before we get into the whole wedding conversation, how did this property come to be? Uh, it came to be because we lived in Northridge and we were not ready for it, and the Northridge earthquake hit in 1994. Uh -huh. And this beautiful home that we had spent three years building, a beautiful country manor house, and uh, it was on three acres on a private lake. It was so beautiful. And all of a sudden, that earthquake hit, and we were devastated. My daughter, Christy, was due to get married four days later there. We had the whole property. I don't think I could have fit one more pansy in the ground. And, you know, mm -hmm. she was devastated. The place that they were going to move into was red tagged. And we were just shocked. Mm -hmm. And it was like, now what? And it got to the point where we had to literally turn our house over to the bank. We mm -hmm. had so much damage that it was not worth putting any more money into the property. And so I signed over the deed to the bank. It's called a deed in lieu of foreclosure. Mm -hmm. And my husband and I drove up and down the coast of California thinking, where are we going to go? Mm -hmm. We didn't know where we were going to go. Just lost, you know. Right. And out of money. All of that equity I thought I had was gone. Right. And so we ended up thinking, because I was an interior designer, that I had to stay near the Pacific Design Center in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Because we would have loved to move up to Santa Barbara, but that wasn't going to work too far, too long of a drive. Right. So we ended up stopping in Thousand Oaks and Westlake, and we thought that was a perfect spot. You know, it was lovely. Mm -hmm. And so we rented a home there temporarily because we didn't know where we were going to buy. I didn't even have any money to buy a house. Right. And uh, we rented, and Christy and her husband at that time moved in with us. Because after the after we weren't able to do the wedding, my husband says, "Come on, let's get these kids married." They were so sad; mm -hmm. they'd lost their wedding. <laughs> right. And he found a judge up in Santa Barbara, and we drove up to Santa Barbara, and they were married on the lawn of the Biltmore, right okay. in front of the ocean. Mm -hmm. And I was the maid of honor. My husband was a photographer. <laughs> it was kind of a. That was my wedding. So that you was it. eloped, basically. Yes. Okay. And so, you know, we felt bad about losing out on the weddings. Sure. So um, we ended up 
opening a store in Westlake Village. I was right next door to Gelson's Market. Mm -hmm. We had a common wall. And this was an interior design store? Yes, and I opened an interior design store. And I didn't have, I remember thinking to myself, I cannot afford to buy nylons. And I mean, these are the days when you, when you wore nylons and high heels to work. I'm sure some of our listeners and watchers <laughs> don't even know what that is, know. but yeah, some will. So the lady that I was renting the, the unit from said, I'll loan you $25,000 so you can do your tenant improvements. Mm -hmm. I had told her the whole story of how I lost my home, etc., And she said, you'll do fine here. Mm -hmm. And within a very short period of time, two different ladies came in who were very wealthy. Mm -hmm. And they says, oh, you're new here. And I says, well, I'm not new, but I'm new here. And I told them what happened. She said, oh, you want to come up and see my house? I said, okay. She had the largest home in Ventura County. Mm -hmm. And that was an enormous house I got to decorate. And I just couldn't do it fast enough. Right. And then the other lady had just sold her company for $200 million. And she says, I bought two houses, and can you do them both real quick? <clears throat> you bet I can. Right. So it wasn't through pricing, it was through volume. Mm. I had so much volume of work mm -hmm. that I was back up on my feet in no time. Okay. And we rented for three years, and then we finally had just enough money to, to maybe put a down payment on something. And my husband said, why don't you go look out there where we used to ride our motorcycle through? I, my husband would ride a motorcycle and I would sit on the back and we would love to go through the countryside here. I mean, if nobody's ever driven through Somas, you have no idea how beautiful it is back here. Right. And so I came looking and I thought, I told the realtor, I'll tell you what I'm looking for. I want an old ranch that has an old barn and then I also wanted to have no CCNRs and no homeowners association. Mm -hmm. That's the only prerequisite. I don't want anybody telling me what color flowers I can plant. Right. So. And this barn was a barn. I mean, there were hor horses living in the barn. Falling yes. down. Not it people was, living in the it barn. It was really In fact, Seabiscuit used to train here. Oh, really? I certainly didn't know that at the time. Right. But. Um, the reason we wanted a barn is that my husband had a car collection, which in the earthquake, we lost all of our, we lost some of the cars. Mm. It, it was just horrible. Right. So we thought if we found a place with a barn, he could use the barn for the cars. Mm -hmm. I had no intention of living in the barn. Ah, okay. And people said to me, oh, have you always wanted to live in a barn? I go, no. So that was going to be for his collection? Yes. Yes. Interesting. And I thought as a designer, I can, I can design and build a nice home out here. When I can afford it, I can build a home. Sure. But for now, it had two guest houses. Mm -hmm. And Christy and I, you know, we decorated these little guest houses. They were built in 1937. Mm -hmm. So we made them look like 1937. You sure. Know? They weren't Beverly Hills. So what made you then go aha and say, I'm going to convert the barn to our house? But what was that? moment? A real simple answer. I didn't have enough money to build the house. <laughs> uh, well, we actually, built, we started yeah. redoing the barn, and um, she has six grandkids, and she thought, oh, it'll be a great bonus room. I'll put a pool table. They can have parties in here. Right. So as she's starting to redo the barn, and it is turning out so beautifully that she's looking around, and she thought, well, maybe I could 
we live here. It's, it's almost too good for a bonus room. Right. And my brother's the contractor, and she says, how big is it? And he said, it's 3,000 square feet. She says, hmm, you know what? I think that's enough. Yeah. And, but that's... Just the two of us. That's right. why she really thought to live in the barn, because it, it was turning out really beautifully, like just gorgeous. And for folks that are listening, hopefully you have a chance to, you know, go to the YouTube and, and see pictures of your home, because it is, it is exquisite. I mean, her, I mean, you've got they're on Pinterest, and they've been in magazines, and it's, you know, so... You know, yeah, you've got a brick there. center aisle, brick floors, and big beams, and... I wanted it to look like an old American barn. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons I, I decided to restore it is that it was all wood, it was all pine. Right. It wasn't a metal barn, it was an all wood, not, knotty pine barn. So now you're doing weddings and events and yes. commercials and movies. This barn, as you see the property now, it did not look anything like this. I mean, you've this got acres been... of lawns, you've got Manicure, string lights, you've got, lighting. you built a chapel, you've got a polo lounge. I mean, I don't know anybody else that has a polo lounge. So what was the little light bulb that went on in your head that said, I'm gonna do events, I'm gonna do weddings, I'm gonna well, open it up for commercials? Actually, I wasn't gonna do that. My husband and I had just made it beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we decided that it was for us, for our family, to do charitable events here. And uh, I, I helped a lot of people do different things here. You mm -hmm. know, I did, uh, recently I did a beautiful uh, big picnic for the district attorney's office in Ventura. Mm -hmm. We had all the district attorneys and their families out here. And that was lovely. And I've done it for the Civic Arts Plaza. And I did it for uh, political people. And, you know, so we, we did our own parties as well. You know, sure. I loved having parties. Mm -hmm. So we did a lot of things out here. And it was for us and our family and our friends. Mm -hmm. But people would always say to me, oh my God, this is so beautiful. You should be having weddings here. And my husband would say, no, we're not doing weddings here. We're not gonna have people we don't know here. It's too hard to do that. And my husband had a different take on things because he was a policeman. Mm. So he just didn't want to have just people you don't know here. Sure, he's a private person. And he was, uh, he was quite a man. He mm. was um, chief pilot for the helicopter unit for LAPD. And he started that program, didn't he? He actually started the program. When he, he was a policeman on motors, but he had a pilot's license, and they asked him if they could help, help them start an air support division. Interesting. And he's the one that started the whole thing. Wow. And they still go by all the rules that he made, the books that he made, the syllabuses he wrote mm -hmm. to this day. They, they really are proud of him. Interesting. And That's so great. am I. Yeah, of course. How was your first wedding? How did that, how did that go off? Well, it was a trial wedding. Uh-huh. Um, there was a young couple and they didn't have any money. They wanted to get married, and I said, I tell you what, I'll give you a, a, a free wedding, if you will, so that I could have the pictures and I could see how it's gonna work. I mm. needed a trial wedding. Sure. And the only reason I decided to start doing weddings, if I may regress for a moment, is that my dear husband died of COVID mm. during the COVID. Sure. Right when COVID came out. The pandemic. Out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right when it came out, prior to any kinds of vaccines or anything like that. Right. He got COVID, and in two weeks, he passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry. And we were that. married since 
Oh my God, we went to the prom together. High school prom? High school prom. Wow. And at the and same time, she retired from interior design. So right. she didn't have that anymore. Needed a new project. My dad was gone and, you know, she looked around and she thought, oh my gosh, I've got to, how do I maintain this ranch? How, I want to keep this for my family. Sure. And it takes a lot to maintain this ranch. Oh yeah, there's and groundskeepers and... So yeah. a little bit it was, you know, out of necessity, out of income. How, mm -hmm. do you, how do you keep going here? Right. So that's really how the weddings started. Okay. Because she's got this property, she's got to use it to her benefit, and it's perfect, it's beautiful. So that's kind of how Christy that And Christy and I, as my daughter, have been together, working together, since she was about 18 years old because mm -hmm. she was constantly helping me. She was my assistant, my assistant in the interior design world. And she's always been with me. So whatever project I was doing, she was my right arm, mm -hmm. you know? So, so it was always fun projects, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you have had some unique projects I've heard, like you, somebody said they wanted uh, their house turned it into a Native American Indian hunting, Lodge. Indian Lodge. And right. so you found an antique canoe that you well, hung they, over the bar and. They had a beautiful, beautiful home, mm -hmm. and it was nestled in these big rocks uh, in Westlake where the Indians used to be. And there's a lake there, and he says, I love to fish, mm -hmm. and I would love to have this place look like a, an American Indian fishing lodge. How cool I said, that? hmm, one of those I haven't done, but I'm sure I can come up with something. And right. we did, we made a beautiful place for them, and they were just thrilled. And it was fun shopping for all of that. We went to Denver and found nice Indian antiquities and things, paintings mm -hmm. and beautiful things. Very cool. But they were loving it. And then they had a, I had it ready for Christmas and then we did a great big open house Christmas party for them. Mm -hmm. He was a doctor and he just loved everything. It was beautiful. It yeah. was pretty. And now you're getting into the whole new realm of Airbnb, countryside Airbnb. I mean, what, that's a whole new world. Well, I, I had no intention of starting an Airbnb. Again, mm -hmm. fate steps in all the time. Right. So, um, you, bought a my, near, you bought a nearby house. Well, my neighbor tells me, hey, did you know so-and-so is selling their house? And I said, really? It's just outside my entrance gates here. Mm -hmm. And it's a small property, a one-acre property. I'm on 40 acres here. Oh, you're on 40 acres? 45, actually. Oh, wow, I did not realize Yeah, it's a 40, 40 acres zoning. Okay. So there's not too many one-acre parcels. Mm -hmm. And I thought, gee, one-acre parcel? I should look at that, just, mm -hmm. just for the heck of it, because these little houses never come up for sale. Right. So when I went over there, I talked to the lady, and I made her an offer on it, mm -hmm. and I bought it. Mm -hmm. And my kid said, mother, you're... You're getting older, and you shouldn't be starting two new businesses at your age. Right. I mean, not, not weddings and an Airbnb. Are, you know, sitting on the couch watching Oprah. I mean, you're no, right. you're very active. I says, well, I think it's going to be a real addition to the weddings mm -hmm. because right outside the gate, it sleeps ten people. Right. It's like a five-star hotel. Well, we it is now. It, it is, is now. kind of a dump. No, yeah. it, I mean, it was kind it, of a dump. It was an old house. Yeah. It, we'd call it a what farmhouse. Kind of a farmhouse. Kind of. Uh, craftsman style, but farmhouse, yeah, yeah pretty. And uh, and you went in and you redid the bathrooms and... Remodeled you, re everything. You're an interior designer. You brought all in all the good stuff. All new mattresses, all new towels, dishes, Furnished everything. Down to, you know, yeah. every, last every last accident, accident. TVs, everything. 
new. Then the yard was the worst of that property. Mm -hmm. I put in a putting green. I put in a... Um, bocce ball court? Oh yeah, the bocce ball court. Mm -hmm. We have a fire pit. Mm -hmm. We have, uh, what else? Corn we have a cornhole. A I corn saw hole. They love that big barbecue. Had, it had a pool. And a lovely pool. Yeah. And then I did all this beautiful lighting, the outdoor lighting, the market lights. And the whole backyard lights up at night. It's so pretty. And in the front yard, I take no credit for it. It was there, but it was a beautiful labyrinth, all stone labyrinth. Stone circles. That you can, it's beautiful. Gorgeous and beautiful fruit trees out in front. Big apple tree, lemon tree, orange tree, pomegranates. I mean, right. my God. And you're getting incredible amount of money, yes. a top dollar, I would say, for that. Well, market. it is it is well worth it. Yeah. It's beautiful. But you also, I mean, you iron the pillowcases. It's I you've do. got top all of new, the line. very special sheets, very soft, yeah. non-wrinkle sheets, beautiful. And I do iron all the pillowcases. And when when people arrive, I've got flowers on the table, she makes a big homemade fresh cookies, and her rose garden. Oh, homemade cookies. So it's very lovely. Yeah, and then that feeds into the wedding and events, right? right? Cause people because people can stay well, across the street. people want to know what are the, the hotels around here. Right. And there's not there's, a lot. No. So we always mention that, you know, we do have the Airbnb, it sleeps 10. So they use it for the wedding party, the bridesmaids or their in-laws are coming, you know. People from out of town, mm -hmm. everybody's got people from out of town. Right. And I would imagine there's the LA crowd who want to just get out of the city for a couple yes, days and unwind do. and before and they I, have to go back I to the... I always ask, I say, oh, what brings you to our Somas? Right. And, you know, they'll say, we just want to get out of the, the drugs of LA for right now and come to the beautiful part of the world, you know, and I say, oh, great. Right. Yep. And it's so quiet here. It's just lovely. Yeah. Sometimes I have to pinch myself that I really live here. Mm -hmm. I'll come out and say, boy, do I really live here? Right. So nice. And you also, occasionally you get the you can do movies and commercials and... Well, we were fortunate to have someone call us and ask us if they could do their movie here. And it was um, Ben Affleck, and they did all the very beginning of Pearl Harbor. Okay. Where the airplanes were flying. It's before the credits even roll. Interesting. It showed all the airplanes flying over these two little boys that got into this airplane and it started and how they flew around. I'm gonna have to go watch that movie again. And it's all filmed on you the back part the barn, of my but property. It's, it's all down at the bottom part. It's down okay. at the bottom. Uh -huh. But it was just wonderful having everybody here right. and watching it. And at the time, I didn't even know who Ben Affleck was. <laughs> <laughs> I do now. That's funny. And, uh, and, and then I just... Jane Seymour did a commercial here. Yeah, okay. last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, that was lovely. Or, um, what was that for? A game That's... called Solitaire. You play online, I guess. or okay. your, It's an app on your phone. Sure. Um, it was for an app, yeah. And we've done, uh, you know, several other commercials and... Uh, and then if folks want to, not to switch subjects, but if, if folks are interested in um, living in a barn house, you've had folks kind of come look at, at your creation. Well, I, I did a beautiful home for these clients out in, um, I guess it's Tarzana. And they... After I finished their house, which was the old John Houston estate, which we did a beautiful television show on it when I was done with it, but they came and talked to me one day and they said, you know what, Gail, we have so many wonderful things. We're blessed. We have the money to do whatever we'd like to do. We've worked hard all our lives. Mm -hmm. But the one thing we would like more than anything else is we want a barn like yours. <laughs> I go, really? 
Could you design us a barn like yours? And I says, I'm sure I could. Uh huh. So I went out there and I had to fit it between the tennis court, mm -hmm. the arroyo, this, that, you know. So I fit it in and and it's just like mine. You can't tell the difference. It's mine is a little bit longer mm -hmm. and theirs is a yeah. little more square. So but that's a lot more than interior design though. That's You're getting into construction well, and contracting. Oh, I am a general contractor. Oh, you are? I are. Not too many <laughs> lady contractors out there. I, that's exciting. I went and took my test with 2,000 men. I was the only woman. Wow. And I, I got my contractor's license. Well, and jobs. I went out and bought myself a bracelet. Her, this her, is my contractor's bracelet. There you go. You got the diamond bracelet. I don't her know. Jobs, her interior design jobs got to be so big, really, right. that she had to know, you know, if these people want a bigger kitchen, can I take out that wall? I have to know what I'm looking at. Right. So she didn't really want to be the contractor on the job. She just wanted to understand what she was looking at. How, you know, how can she add on a roof from this roof? How can she do this? How can she? So that's what she learned. Interesting. And, and if you don't mind me asking, what, what year was that that you got your... General 1983. Project. 1983. So, I mean, there are probably a few more lady contractors now, now but still not that many. So, no, 1983, no, you were the only one. And then I applied to the American Institute of Architects because I was doing so much. People would ask me to just design a home for them. Right. From scratch. So you would design it and then you would decorate it. Well, I would design it and then we'd have to give it to an architect. Right. And an engineer. To, and an engineer to draw up what I had designed. Mm -hmm. And when the house was done, they said, oh my God, this home is fabulous. Who designed this? <laughs> and they'd look on the bottom of the blueprints and it was the architect's name and I never got the credit. Oh. <laughs> but that's all right. Right. But then you still got to put your finishing touches on it. And yes, and then I got to, to do the interior design as well. So right. I can build it and I can decorate it. You know, I can design it, build it, and decorate it. Well, the difference is that an architect builds a house just kind of as a... From the outside. From the outside, you know? Sure. She builds it with the interior design in mind. Right. So how big does this room really need to be? You know, before right. before she puts the walls... Because you've already got thoughts on the hutches and the cabinetry and... I if mean, I put this sofa here, you're not going to be able to walk past here. Yeah. So I need this room to be just another two feet larger because that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. So she builds it from the inside going out and then wherever it ends up, that's where it and ends up. And then I backwards, go backwards from the outside in. Well, I have to, I mean, commend you even on your, you know, when you started the wedding thing and you showed me this polo lounge, which I really didn't know what a polo lounge was. And then I walked in and I was like, oh my God, this is, now I know what a polo lounge well, it's, is. It's I mean, for the groom and the groomsmen. Yes. We've got the bridal cottage. It's a three bedroom darling house for the bride and her bridesmaids. Right. And where we put the chapel, we call that the polo field out there. So that's how we came to call this the Polo Lounge. And then all the decor is well, we, Polo, but... we looked at a lot of venues before right. we, we started here. Right. And I realized that they don't have any place for the grooms. Right. Like they have to either stand around or sit down someplace and wait. And you know how long it takes for women to get ready. Right. It's a long time. <laughs> so uh, I took this room, which used to be called the Teen Canteen. It was for my grandchildren. Okay. Who are all now in their 20s and 30s. So no more little kids in my family until right. one of them gets married. So for now, we turned it into the polo lounge, and I did a very Ralph Lauren, big leather chairs, pool table, TV. And I asked you about the wood because it looks old, but then, no, it's mm -hmm. not really old. Mm -hmm. it's, there's a whole you process. Know, that's one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. um, 
a lot of people, I look at some of these shows on TV and I have to cry almost. Look how new they made it. I work hard to make it look old. Mm -hmm. I want it to look loved and worn and rustic. And rustic, yeah. yeah. But there's a the whole so, process to make so that. And it's so forgiving. Yeah. I know. I had a. I had one of my housekeepers say to me, Mrs. Claridge, I think you have mold. <laughs> and I said, What? Show me. Where do you think I have mold? Turns out it's a crackling effect that I do on on the painted Wood. surface that looks so beautiful. Right. I says I think that costs a lot of money to get it to look like that. I think it's your moldy, okay. your moldy walls. Of, it's a team of men that yeah. come in, and you're right. It's a process. A step by step by step it takes a long like time. Like five steps to get it to look crackled and wonderful. Yeah, no, it's, it's incredible. So so by being, uh, I'm not an architect, what they call me is a professional affiliate. Mm. So I can design, but I'm not an architect. So what makes your wedding venue stand out from other properties that are doing something similar? Well, I have to say it's really not for everyone. Mm. It's for someone really special who wants to make this day very, very special. I, I just spoke to a, a bride who's going to be having her wedding here and I said, you know, I think this is like one of the most important days of your life. It shouldn't be in by, in, in by eight, out by ten, next wedding, you know, one's leaving, one's coming. It just, I didn't want it to be like that. Mm. If you need two days, I'll give you two days. It's just, I want to help you have the most wonderful wedding you could ever have. I'm not interested in volume as much as I am quality. Interesting. So, And I you've will, got the Airbnb across the street, right? So I have the, the Airbnb, and I don't know anyone else that has a chapel. I built this beautiful chapel. Wow. So after my husband passed away, I built the chapel as a remembrance to him as well, and a wonderful place for the weddings, and it's just adorable. When I became a general contractor back in 1983, my son looked at me and said, if mom can do that, I can do that. Because when we were building our own house, and he was about 14 years old, he was helping the framer, and he was helping everybody do something, you know, and he was working on the job. He couldn't believe that I could get a contractor's license. If she can do that, I can do that. And he went ahead and got his contractor's license. And lucky as it, as it is, he wants to work with me. Wow, so he did a, family, years, a family affair. He did the all barn. these years, he's worked with me. His name is Joe, as well as my husband's, but we call him Joey. And Joey has built everything you see on this property. So he and built the chapel. He built the chapel. He restored the barn. He restored the guest houses. And he built my husband's uh, beautiful car garage. My husband was always building a car. When he wasn't flying, he was knee-deep in either a motorcycle or a car he was restoring. There was always parts everywhere. And he's got quite the, quite the collection. But he was always home, and I liked yeah. that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. We, we had a we had a wonderful life. We really did. We had a great life together. Um, I think you would be great. really proud of what my mom's done. To Absolutely. The she has. Yep. She's maintained it so beautifully. She's mm -hmm. added, you know, such, such nice things, and mm -hmm. she's worked really hard to keep it for for when me, I, for my brother, for our kids. Mm -hmm. And now, how can folks? find the property, enjoy the property, where would they go to, to learn more? Well, they can look up my name, Gail Claridge. Mm -hmm. They can look up Country Meadow Ranch. Country Meadow Ranch. We have a beautiful website. I have a website, and we also have, uh, we're listed with Wedding Pro. It's called The Knot 
And the wedding wire. And the wedding, wedding wire. wire and the knot. And when they call, they will talk to my beautiful Christy. And I schedule the tours They, if they want to come out and, mm -hmm. and see it. They want to come and see it. I show them, everything. you know, all around. I show them everything. I take them to the Airbnb. I take mm -hmm. them to the bridal cottage mm -hmm. that I have here, mm -hmm. which and it's is not really just, lovely. It's not just weddings. It's also events and yes. commercials mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. I need to keep it going for my children, you know, mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I don't need another <laughs> thing, you know. But, uh, you know, great. Christy and my two and kids live here at the ranch. Oh, they do. They do. So okay. my son lives in one guest house, and my daughter lives above the garage, actually, in and an so apartment. Putting them to work. Um, well, they didn't want me to be alone here after my husband passed away. So gotcha. at least they're adults. Sure. And I'm not lonely. And if I need something, they're here. Right. And I always have guests here, so. Sure. And I thought that the weddings would make me happy because it was such a sad time for me. Mm -hmm. And the weddings, you know, I meet so many wonderful people and I'm a part of this for them. I'll help them mm -hmm. in any way I can. That's my nature to help them. Right. And the ladies are just thrilled. So I, I love doing it. I didn't know it'd be so much fun, but it is. Sure. And Christy is, the biggest part of it because she answers all the phone calls, she takes care of all the scheduling, mm -hmm. and she's been just wonderful. So look us up. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Gail Claridge and Christy Claridge, thank you so much for being our guest on this edition of Farm Talk. Thank you. Thank you Absolutely. So much. And of course, we want to thank our sponsors, the Escrow Hub and the Money Store, and be sure to tune in next time for another edition of Farm Talk. <laughs>